If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The Russian River Brewing Company wasn't the only place that had a long line in Santa Rosa this week. Now, if you want a cherry limeade and an extra long Coney dog, you're going to have to wait in a pretty long line if you're at the new Sonic Drive-In in Santa Rosa. This is actually Santa Rosa's first Sonic Drive-In, and it opened Thursday along Santa Rosa Avenue. So if you don't know much about Sonic, it calls itself America's Drive-In. And it's known for really cool and fun roller skating car hops and a huge menu that's burgers, hot dogs, fried chicken frozen drinks, ice cream, and breakfast foods. Again, Sonic Drive-In is opening at 2245 Santa Rosa Avenue across from the Santa Rosa Marketplace. And like we mentioned, it opened on Thursday, so Tanner and I, we went yesterday. We're going to talk about our experience later on the show. Well, unfortunately, the U.S. is currently facing a helium shortage. Now, you're probably wondering how it affects you and why this helium shortage matters. Well, the National Weather Service actually launches weather balloons twice daily using you know, helium uh, at about 100 locations nationwide. So these weather balloons actually provide vital information for weather forecasting. And this is just one example, but they can help anticipate severe thunderstorms. Uh, but several balloon sites have had to limit those launches because of the supply chain shortages of helium. Plus, there's a contract dispute concerning a supplier of hydrogen gas. So this is just one of the many things that affects us in so many different ways of all these supply chain issues and shortages across the United States. Absolutely. And especially with weather here in Sonoma County, we want to be updated as much as humanly possible. Runaway June's lead singer Naomi Cook left the band to go solo back in February. I can buy my own drinks. But Runaway June isn't hanging up the guitar quite yet. The remaining members, Jennifer and Natalie, encouraged fans to stay tuned and hinted that they might be, you know, sticking as a trio. Now they have spilled the beans. The newest member of Runaway June is Stevie Woodward, a singer, songwriter, and guitarist who has opened up for people like Scotty McCreary and Kip Moore as a solo performer. So the band has also hinted at tour plans saying, quote, we'll see you on the road soon. Runaway June is not going away. You can read the full story at froggy929.com. That memory foam, bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever had a movie or maybe a TV show someone completely spoiled like ruined it for you? McDonald's has apparently spoiled a big movie for the fans. It was, I want McDonald's. I got McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. B-Mac. McDonald's. 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 Will somebody get you a Happy Meal? So apparently Sonic the Hedgehog fans are outraged because McDonald's actually ended up spoiling the movie in their Happy Meal. What? Yeah, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2 opens today, but the inclusion of, like, this supersonic toy that comes in the Happy Meal says that it spoils the movie. (laughs) I don't I don't know how and I don't I don't want to look it up because I don't want to say how it spoils it because I don't want to like secondhand spoil it for people, you know what I mean? How in the world is it possible for McDonald's to do that? Didn't they didn't they get clearance from the movie itself? Maybe they thought, "Hey, maybe let's not spoil the movie for everybody." I think they just assumed that people coming to get the happy meal, maybe they're already seen the movie, you're going to see the movie Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I don't know. But <laughs> I've heard of like 
friends and family and things like that spoiling and ruining a movie for you, but never like a huge franchise like McDonald's, you know? It is the worst when that happens. When you get something spoiled that you care about, it's one of the top 10 worst things that can happen. <laughs> exactly. So I understand where fans are coming are coming from. Uh, so Tanner, has this ever happened to you? Did it, did it mean a lot to you? Yeah, I was watching the show Dexter for the very first time. I was very behind the curve and watched it like five years after it was finished. And I had a roommate named Drew at the time and he came in my room when I was watching it. He goes, oh, watching Dexter, huh? That's not even the crazy part. This is the crazy part. And then listed off everything that happened in the next two seasons. What? And I was sitting there like, dude, come on. Do you have no filter, sir? <laughs> Apparently you, not. Can we just talk about this after I've watched it? <laughs> yeah. I actually had a Game of Thrones season ruined for me. It was one of the last seasons. And my friend knew someone that had worked on set. And I invested so much of my time and so so much of my life in a Game of Thrones. I think we all did. Yeah. Most of us did. So this was before and, it even came out or anything? Yes, this was before the season came out. I, I want to say it was season seven. And he just started spouting off spoilers. He's like, my friend said this happened and this happened. And I was so angry. I was like, <laughs> Russell, please be quiet. Stop talking or I'm going to leave. Dang you, Russell. He was he was rude that night. But uh, we got Carla from Petaluma on the phone. Carla, you said your husband ruined something big for your son. What was it? It was the playoffs for the final Four. Virginia was playing the whoever they were gonna whoever they were playing so they could go to the championship. Yeah. My son was watching it and it was delayed where he was. My husband calls him and he's like, Virginia won, Virginia won, oh, no. going to the championship. There was a delay, my son did not know. Oh, no. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy ninety two point nine. Yesterday on the show, we were talking about the crazy line at the brand new Sonic in Santa Rosa. Yeah, you decided that you were going to hop in line on Thursday and it didn't work out for you. It didn't work out. Or I didn't Wednesday or something. I can't remember. Yeah, on Santa Rosa Avenue, I did not have the patience to wait in that line. And I was honest to God just complaining about it. <laughs> just giving up. I was like, I guess I'm never going to try the new Sonic. And that was until Amber and I received this call when we were off the air. Lewis from Santa Rosa. I was just giving you a heads up about the Sonic. If you guys head straight over there right after you guys get off of work, you guys you guys get out of like 10 or whatever. Yeah. Um, if, if you head straight over there, it'll only take like 10 minutes to like go through the whole line, get your food and everything. I did it yesterday. And so we did just that. <laughs> yeah, literally right after the show at 10 o'clock on the dot, we arrived on Santa Rosa Avenue at the Sonic and it worked. It wasn't that crazy of a line, and I was shocked. There was still a line, and I, you know, we were getting a lot of messages that said, we heard you guys talking about Sonic, so we went over there, and I was like, oh, no, that's exactly what I wanted to avoid. <laughs> but luckily, we got some food. It was delicious. Yeah, and now that we have had the experience of Sonic, please go there at 10 a.m. That is our tip to you. We're, <laughs> when we were driving there, we went, oh, no, I think we might have made a mistake. <laughs> well, now everyone's going to go at 10 a.m. Yeah. But, you know, I've heard the line is long regardless. Uh, but we, it was worth it for us because we got some delicious, delicious food. I'm not proud of what I did yesterday. Me neither. Uh, but I had a good time. Yeah, I got the <laughs> foot long Coney hot dog that had chili all over it. And I opened it and I was like, I know it's like a foot, but I didn't expect it to be this big. 
And I downed it in like five minutes. I know. I was telling Cole, my fiance, last night about all what I ate. And he was just like, you ate all of that? And I was like, again, I'm not proud of what I've done. <laughs> but it was so good. And I was so excited about it. I couldn't stop. I got chili cheese tots that yeah. also came in like that giant trough. Yeah, anything that like, comes in a, no. in a trough like that, I feel a little bit guilty. So like, bad. No, this doesn't fit in a bag. You're going to need something else. I don't know how it fit in my yeah. body, but I, I did it. A thing I love about Sonic, and I'm going <laughs> to recommend this to anybody, is the drinks at Sonic. If you've never been, I want you to get this special water. You just get a large cup of ice. You get nerds put in it, real cherries and real strawberries. It'll change your life. The Sonic employees are screaming at you right now. They're like, no, that's so hard to make. <laughs> <laughs> Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Yesterday was National Burrito Day. I think I could really go for a burrito. Yeah, I think that would be neato. <laughs> you loved that song yesterday. I, I do. I'm going to find it. it. To you. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm going to put that on 10 in my car later. All right. So we got some great recommendations on our Froggy Facebook page about some great spots to get burritos in Sonoma County. Just want to apologize ahead of time. This may cause some mouthwatering effects. <laughs> <laughs> like Delma from Petaluma. Delma said Chunkies in Petaluma. And a lot of people were suggesting this one, like Kelly from Santa Rosa, El Patio on Stony Point in Santa Rosa. And Vicky from Sebastopol said Martha's Old Mexico in Sebastopol. They have a burrito Cancun that is bomb. It's a shrimp burrito. I've never had a shrimp burrito. Have Ooh, they're you? good. Are they good? Yeah. I, I, I like I like shrimp. Okay, uh, Tanner, where's your favorite spot to get a burrito? The Tipsy Taco in downtown Santa Rosa. It's my favorite spot. I love California burritos. You get all those french fries in there. I am happy. Okay, french fries in the burrito. Oh, yeah. I've had it. It's pretty good. I mean, I, I'll shove french fries into any food. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, my friend Martha actually introduced me to Chilinos in downtown Santa Rosa, and they have a great Chili Riano burrito. I highly recommend it. Uh, but we are getting a call right now. Uh, we've got Stacy from Sebastopol on the phone. Stacy, where's the best place to get a burrito? The best burrito in town is at Juanita's on Mendocino Avenue. Juanita's. Have you ever been there, Damon? No, I've never oh. been there. Mm. What do you like they about it? the best carnitas you'll ever have. I'm getting so hungry. <laughs> I am starving right Yum. now. <laughs> well, so if we go there, can we tell them that you sent us? I don't know that they know my name, but they know I'm always going there. <laughs> <laughs> my name is David, and I am calling from Santa Rosa. And listen, my brother, I, I got nothing but love for you, man, but you stop saying throwing french fries in a burrito makes it Californian. That's insulting to every California year. Well, that's, that's what it's called on the menu. I know, but you know what? And I, you know what? I'm going to be that grumpy old guy. But I'm just saying, man, it's like everything, every time I go somewhere, it's like they add some like pine nuts to it and all of a sudden it's Californian. <laughs> they add like, uh, you know, I don't know, comfrey leaves to it and all of a sudden it's Californian. It's like, oh, man. Really? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Would you rather be unemployed or unhappy at work, at your job? So Gen Zers say they would quit a job if it made them unhappy. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. 
new survey found that 56% of people, 18 to 24, so Gen Zers, preferred unemployment to working somewhere that they didn't like. 40% of Gen Z and millennials, so that's 25 to 34-year-olds where I kind of fall in line, um, those respondents said they had already quit a job because it didn't fit into their personal life. Um, And here's a note. I checked out the World Happiness Report, which happens like every four years or so. And it revealed that the U.S. has gotten happier this year in 2022. So I'm curious to think, like, is this why? And as I did more research, it turns out that it might be true. But a lot of people are saying that it's because Gen Zers and millennials are lazy, that that's why they're quitting their jobs. But I just think we're looking for jobs that fit, they, that fit us, where we fit in, where you know, we enjoy what we do. And I think if the pandemic has taught us anything is that we live in a time where social support, generosity to one another and honesty is crucial for our well-being. I mean, we think about it. We spend so much time of our lives at our jobs. We spend more time at work than we do at home and with our family and with our friends. And I'm just wondering, like, why shouldn't we be happy in the workplace or be happy with what we do in life? You know, what's that saying? It's like, if you love what you do, you'll never work in a day in your life. That's that's the school of thought that we're coming from. And, you know, we want to be a part of a work experience where our leaders set a good example for us to follow, where we just want to be better you know, for ourselves. We want better lives for ourselves because life is short. And I think life is too short to be unhappy at our job. And I don't think it's because... Gen Z or millennials are lazy, even though, yeah, yeah, we are a little bit, but, you know, maybe not necessarily in the workplace. (laughs) But what do you think? Would you rather be unemployed or quit your job or would you rather just stick it out and be unhappy at work? Do you think this makes the younger generation sound lazy or do you agree that you should just quit a job if it makes you unhappy? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. By the way, Amber's record for the year is 18 wins and 15 losses on a two-game winning streak. Okay. Whew. Monday and Wednesday, you crushed it. Can you have a perfect week? Let's find Maybe. Hmm, let's, <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Here's headline number one. Robber attempts to use lampshade as disguise. Headline number two. Woman fined for licking crosswalk button. And headline number three, man runs back into a burning building to save his beer. Okay. How you feeling? Are any of them sticking out to you? I am trying to write these down. Burning building for beer. Okay. Hmm. This is a tough one today. I'm going to say the robber with the lampshade. That is... Not the headline in a haystack. So you don't get the point, but do you want to take another stab at it? The man ran into the burning building for a beer. That is absolutely the headline (laughs) in a haystack. (laughs) So an apartment complex in South Dakota caught fire on Sunday. So two people were actually treated at the scene and one was in the hospital. Luckily, everybody survived. 
But one guy almost did not survive. He's 56 years old. His name is Michael. He disobeyed firefighters and ran back into his burning apartment building to save not one, but two cans of beer. Specifically, Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> oh, wow. I wouldn't run into a burning building for Blood, Bud Light Platinum, but, you know, to each his own. Yeah, beer never broke his heart. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Tanner and I got invited to an Easter barbecue at a co-worker's house. I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that mini skirt. So I told my fiance Cole about it. I was like, hey, Blake and Vanessa invited us to a barbecue for Easter. Uh, what do you want to bring? And he said, we have to bring something. Oof. I was like, what are you talking about? We always bring food over there. And yeah. it's not food. We bring wine and beer. Like, you don't just show up to a person's house empty handed. And he's like, no, 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 no. When we grill out back in Georgia, we cook everything. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's what your family does. Right. But, you know, not everyone can. Everyone wants to host, but not everyone wants to cook all that food. And I come from a family where, you know, everything's like a potluck style. Like, you know, at my grandma's house. She would cook, my aunt would cook, my dad would cook, like, you know, everybody participated. Right. And I just thought that's how everyone did it, but not according to Cole. He said, you know, my family, if we're hosting something, we provide everything. I think unless you coordinate with everyone that is going, that it is a potluck, I don't think you should bring anything either. Like one year I went to a barbecue at my brother's house and four of us brought potato salad. Yeah, you got (laughs) to... You got to have some sort of communication. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I have a world famous potato salad and I was upset that everybody wasn't eating it because they didn't (laughs) trust that it came from me. Uh, When I typically go to a potluck, like if I was hosting one, I wouldn't want anyone to bring anything. No? No, because I want to do it myself. (laughs) Yeah, you're coming to my house. I want to do everything for you. Um, it, I think that's how Cole looks at it. He all he also wants to cook everything because like he likes to cook yeah. and like wants it to taste the way he wants it to taste, and that's really what it is. I feel like when Cole <clears throat> goes to a barbecue, he'll be like, "Not enough seasoning." Right? He'll just be critical the whole time. But you know <laughs> what? It's 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 just the way that he is, and I appreciate him, you know, for having taste. But we did take a poll on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Asking, uh, you know, should you bring food to a barbecue that a friend is hosting? 100% of the poll and the people that voted on the poll said, yes, you absolutely should. And this is just currently. These are the current results. So if you feel differently, if you feel how, you know, my fiance does or Tanner does, go vote right now at Amber and Tanner in the morning on our story. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today we are talking to Michaela. Michaela gets her house cleaned very often, and Barry Martindale's going to say that some things from her home were taken. Hello? Hi, is this Michaela? Yeah, this is she. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I understand you use cleaning service very often. Yeah, I do. So I'm calling you today because I'm not completely sure how, but one of our cleaners accidentally took a few possessions from your home. Sorry, what happened? Uh, you're, of, you're a lawyer? When the cleaner was taking a few things, they took a few framed photos, 
some pots and pans. And we don't know how, but your Social Security card was also taken. I'm sorry. Did you say the cleaners stole things from my house? Uh, it was an accident. She's but in- you said she took pots and pans and photos. Yeah. How do you do that on accident? And then my Social Security card, you said? So we can get the pots and pans and the photos back to you. You said she stole my Social Security card. That's a huge problem. Well, I, we don't know where it is. And she, she says that we can't find them. And we're going to have to trust her judgment. Are you, no. How are you going to trust her judgment? She stole things from my house. She stole my Social Security card. That, that is a massive deal. Michaela, this was an accident. I don't understand why you are being so defensive and angry no, I, about I'm this. So sorry. I'm, I'm not being defensive. That That's crazy. If she stole things from my house, there's no way that's an accident. You don't just accidentally take someone's pictures and pots and pans, and you definitely don't accidentally take someone's social security card, which is government identification. Well, what are you going to do about it? Well, you're a lawyer. Do I need to get my own lawyer? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Money! Money, money, make us the most frugal person in your life? Apparently, I'm learning that I am the most frugal person in my friends' and family's lives. So, I'm planning a vacation that's happening in May, and I'm going with my girlfriend, Cammie, meeting up with my brother, Ryan, and his girlfriend, Megan, and we're figuring out things to do in Las Vegas, and one thing that everybody wants to do is go to Top Golf. So, I was like, alright, you know, what's that gonna cost? And my brother goes, well, we want to do the luxury suite. I was like, the luxury suite? Is that really necessary? Wow. And I was like, well, we could save like $100 not doing the luxury suite. He goes, oh, come on, Tanner. Stop being cheap on us. You always cheap out on us. When I hear the term luxury suites, I think of like crumble cookies. Yeah? Not like... A place in Tulf. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But the, Sorry, that was a bad joke. The, <laughs> Maybe I just want crumble cookies right now. The thing is, is that this is so unnecessary. There's like food and drink provided. And I was like, why don't we just like make sandwiches at the hotel? <laughs> yeah. And I guess maybe I'm cheaping out a little bit, but I like to live my life a little bit more frugal. Like even if I had a bunch of money, I don't think I would spend most of it. I think I would just try to save it. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't, um, doesn't matter if I have $10 or $100, I'm going to try to spend the same. You know, my dad is kind of the same way. He would always just say, we can't afford to do this, but I knew we could. But that was just kind of like his excuse yeah. <laughs> to be frugal. And he was always the school of thought. You know, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> yeah. Especially when the economy was bad in like 2008, 2009. Yeah. It was very controlling over the bathroom. I was like, <laughs> you need to chill out. <laughs> uh, we're getting a lot of phone calls right now. People want to discuss the most frugal people in their lives. On the phone right now is Natalie from Santa Rosa. That would be my grandpa. He owns his own truck company. And so he does bring in quite a bit of capital, but then he still has like an iPhone 7. And he refuses to upgrade because to him, it gets the job done. Wake up in the morning for the rooge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. 
So I was getting my hair cut last week, uh, Ritual Salon. It's in downtown Santa Rosa. And for some reason, on like a Thursday afternoon, there just wasn't a lot of parking in downtown Santa Rosa. Uh, I don't know that there was anything going on downtown, but the only spot that was open that I could find was one that I was going to have to parallel park into. And I got, I'm not going to lie, I did actually drive around for a minute before I went back to the parallel spot, but I bit the bullet and I parallel parked in the spot. Did you make it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. I, I, I just hate doing it because I just, I don't know, what if I don't make it and I have to readjust and people are looking around the room and say, yeah, there's Amber from Amber here <laughs> in the morning. She can't parallel park, but a loser. What a loser. You know what I mean? So I did it. It was fine, but it you know, had me thinking, well, would you rather waste 10 minutes to get an easier spot or try to squeeze into like a difficult parking spot? Like not even if it's like parallel, but like a tight fit. What do you think, Tanner? I live for the moment where I make it in a tight fit in a parallel parking situation. <laughs> However, because every time I do parallel park tightly, someone hits my car. Okay. It's the philosophy of like, I trust my abilities, but I don't trust other people's abilities. Aww. I mean, people have hit the back of my car so many times that the little decal that's on the back that screws in on your license plate is completely ripped off oh. because of people hitting and jamming my car. So I, if I can avoid it, I will. I'll walk. I'll, I'll say, uh, it's exercise. What are you talking about? Are you parking too close, maybe? I don't know what's going on. I'm fitting in tight spots, but people don't know how to get out, out of those of it, tight yeah. spots, and so they hit my dang car. <laughs> they should just pick their car up and move it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's really what they should do. Uh, so we got curious, so we asked on our froggy Facebook page, would you rather waste 10 minutes to get into an easy parking spot or try to park in that parallel spot? Leanne from Petaluma said, I'm decent at parallel parking. My only issue is that I'm usually a bit too far away from the curb. Yeah, I run into that sometimes. Yeah. I fit in, I, I flush with the other cars, but I'm like a little far away from the curb. Uh, Katie from Novato says, nope, don't parallel park. And I waste an hour finding a big empty spot. Parallel parking scares me and I feel like everyone's watching me and judging me when I do it. <laughs> and Greg from Guerneville said, I usually just go into reverse until I hit something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. Veronica, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I sure am going to try. <laughs> this is how it works, Veronica. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Great. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half-a-point bonus? Hey, Amber. Today you're going down. It's my Friday. Woo! That was really good. It's Veronica's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Amber is out of the studio, and here is question number one. Kenan Thompson and his wife Christina are splitting after 11 years of marriage. Kenan is a cast member on what NBC Weekly show? Is it Saturday Night Live? That is correct. Here's question number two. Carrie Underwood's new album, Denim and Rhinestones, will be released on June 10th. Including this new album, how many albums has Carrie Underwood released? Is it A, 12, B, 6, or C, 9? I'm going to go with B. B is a boy. That is incorrect. Here's question number three. Sarah Jessica Parker has tested positive for coronavirus. What character does Sarah Jessica Parker play in Sex and the City? Sarah 
That is incorrect. Mm. Here's question number four. Eric Church says that his dreams is to be able to fish in his living room. True or false, Eric is truly Eric Church's name. True. That is incorrect. Mm. Here's question number five. Vanessa Hudgens claims that she can actually see ghosts. Vanessa starred alongside Zac Efron in a giant Disney movie franchise. Name that franchise. High School Musical. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Veronica from Santa Rosa got two out of five today. Hello, Veronica. Were they hard? Hi. A little bit. Just I'm a little older, so some of the questions I could remember. I feel pretty old today, so let's <laughs> see how it goes. Amber, here's question number one. Kenan Thompson and his wife, Christina, are splitting after 11 years of marriage. Kenan is a cast member on which NBC Weekly show? Uh, Saturday Night Live. That is correct. Veronica from Santa Rosa also got that correct. One to one is the score, and he's been there for 19 seasons. Mm. Longest running cast member. Here's question number two. Carrie Underwood's new album, Denim and Rhinestones, will be released on June 10th. Including this new album, how many albums has Carrie Underwood released? Is it A, 12, B, 6, or C, 9? I'm going to go... I'm going to go with nine. That is correct. Okay, okay. <laughs> Veronica from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to one. Here's question number three. Sarah Jessica Parker has tested positive for coronavirus. What character does Sarah Jessica Parker play in Sex and the City? Uh, she plays Carrie. That is correct. Veronica from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to one. Here's question number four. Eric Church says that his dream is to be able to fish from his living room. True or false, Eric is truly Eric Church's name. Um, it's not his first name, I know that. So, the it's false? That is correct. His name is Kenneth Eric Church. <laughs> I knew it was something like not country sounding, like Kenneth. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Kenneth Church. <laughs> Verona got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to one. Here's question number five. Vanessa Hudgens claims that she can see ghosts. Vanessa starred alongside Zac Efron in a giant Disney movie franchise. Name that franchise. High School Musical? That is correct. Veronica also got that correct. The final score is Amber. You win 5-2. to two. Veronica from Santa Rosa, I am so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. Oh, it's okay. Amber's pretty smart. I wish. Uh, but <laughs> it doesn't even matter because you're the one that's getting the tickets to Thomas Rhett. August 25th, Shoreline Amphitheater. You can buy tickets now, livenation.com. But Veronica, you did lose. You gotta say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. You're going to see Parker McCollum and Connor Smith and Thomas Red, of course. Uh, thanks to which morning show? Foggy 92.9, Amber Tanner in the morning. And it's a great Welcome to Great Day to Be Alive Friday. If you're new to the show, it works like this. Amber and I are going to air out our grievances for the week, and we're going to get baptized and ready for the weekend, thanks to Mr. Travis Tritt. And it's a great day to be alive. Amber, would you like to kick us off? Sure. Uh, I promised myself I'd go to the gym every day this week, and I did not go at all. And it's a great Once. Not once? I mean, I went on like long walks and I was like, this counts, right? Yeah, it kind of counts. Uh, Are you going to go next week? Probably not. <laughs> so Amber and I, we went to Sonic yesterday and I thought I could handle the foot long coney and I had heartburn and the worst stomach ache for the rest of the day. And it's a great day to be alive. 
Amber, I want to apologize to you specifically because you heard me complain about it all day. Do I eat it with a fork? <laughs> was my favorite part. I mean, you could have actually. Yeah. It probably would have been easier. Yeah. Did you end up eating it with a fork? Sorry, I did I'm end up so many... eating it with a fork. I couldn't I'm handle it. So many questions. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, like I mentioned, I didn't go to the gym and. Honestly, this has been the most lazy, unproductive week I've had in a really long time. Am I paying for it today? Yes. And, it's a great day to be alive. and if I'm further admitting things, I thought today was Thursday. Yeah, it's a weird week for sure. The only outlet in my bedroom that connects to my TV or is close enough is completely shot and out. So it's finally time to call my apartment's maintenance, and I absolutely hate doing that. And it's a great Oh, you Gen Zer, hating to be on the phone. Just kidding, I, I do too. I'd rather fix it I'd myself. Rather, I'd rather die. <laughs> All right. So I bought some new shoes. They're really cool. I showed them to Tanner, but they're still under the bed because I'm too ashamed to bring them out and reveal to my fiance that I have a shopping problem. And it's a great day to be alive. Man, yesterday was hot in Sonoma County. I got up to 91 in my car. So I turned on my AC for three hours and I was like, why is it not getting any cooler in here? Turns out one of my windows was completely open. And it's a great day to be alive. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking.